Welcome to the Display the Gospel podcast, a place where we will explore topics related to the Christian life in order to demonstrate and declare the gospel as followers of Jesus. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome. My name is Brett Reisley, and we are continuing our series today talking about racism, something that has completely consumed our country um, for a very, very, very long time, but has just recently come to the forefront of everyone's minds due to the death of George Floyd on, on uh, May 25th. In 2020 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The first episode we talked about defining and diagnosing the real problem and today I want to kind of talk real briefly, we'll touch on that again, but more specifically I want to talk about what what should Christians do and how should Christians respond right now as we look at what's going on in our country in terms of racism and the question is man what what do we do? Uh, what should we do? And there's, again, there's a lot that can be said, so there'll be a lot of additional episodes probably that will follow this because there's simply too much to talk about in any one episode to cover it all or even begin to scratch the surface of every dynamic and nuance to this very complex issue. Um, and so how can Christians respond? Here's three three basic ways to begin to understand how we move forward and actually do something about this problem. And number one is primarily what we talked about in the first episode, but I'll review it again. Number one, we need to understand that the primary problem is not racism. Racism is a symptom of a much greater, deeply rooted problem. And so if you want to think of the analogy of root or fruit, uh, the root problem is sin and depravity, meaning every human being is, is bent on doing whatever they think is right in their own eyes and rebelling against God's design. And the fruit that is born then out of that is a lot of things. Uh, addictions, uh, <laughs> divorce, lying, cheating, stealing, racism, adultery, uh, war, you name it. Any, any symptom that can grow on a tree that's rooted in sin and depravity can be, can be anything. So racism is a symptom more than it is primarily a problem, but obviously it is a problem. But it's deeper than just racism. It's a, there's a spiritual reality at work here. And so the first thing Christians need to understand is we need to think biblically about this. We need to think biblically about everything. But we need to think biblically about racism. And what does the Bible say about race? ethnicity. Um, and there's a lot we could say here, but in Ephesians 2, uh, 11 and onward, there, there's an incredibly powerful passage about how Gentiles are being reconciled to God through the death and the blood of Jesus Christ. And so the primary reality is that the greatest reconciliation that the world could ever see or experience has already taken place because of Christ's death on the cross. And so any person who would repent and believe and have faith and trust in Jesus Christ can be reconciled to God. And that that's, that's open to any person of any ethnicity. And so there's a greater reality at play here that we need to understand uh, in terms of, of who we are as people and that there is only one actual race and it's the human race. And we all come from one set of parents, Adam and Eve, in the beginning. And so we are all 
created in the image of God, the Imago Dei. That's probably a podcast for another day. But every human being has value, equal value, equal dignity in the ideas and in the design of God. And so Christians should live that way and should treat people that way. And so we have to think biblically about this. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, um, this, these kind of conversations of, of racism need to begin in your home. I know for me, I grew up in a family where we didn't talk about this at all. Uh, I wouldn't say my family was racist, uh, although there's members of my family that certainly are even to this day. Um, but my immediate family was not. Uh, we engaged with many different types of people. We had foreign exchange students live in our home. My mom had a babysitting business that, you know, had multiple kids with multiple ethnicities at one point. And, and so I don't feel like our family was racist as we grew up. At the same time, uh, we never talked about issues like this. Uh, it was never explained. It, there was never any uh, conversation about it in terms of our Christian family and how we should see people and how we should treat people and how we can maybe do something about what we saw in the world. And so that, that's one thing that's very applicable. I mean, talk about this with your kids if you've got kids. Talk with this with your family. Have conversations. Educate yourself. Educate your kids, your family. Uh, don't just continue to blindly just watch the news and soak all that up. Uh, there's a lot on the news that probably isn't even true. Um, about some of this stuff, or it's very skewed and it's, it's all wrapped in an agenda with politics. But what you can do is educate yourself and read books and watch documentaries and study the scriptures and put those pieces together and see what you can learn. And then talk to your kids and talk to your family, have conversations, have dialogue, and then take that a step further. Um, have dialogue with people of color if you are not a person of color, or even if you are. Uh, talk to other people who are not like you. Talk to people, learn from them, ask them questions. Um, one of the best things you could ever do is sit down with someone and say, look, I, I don't understand all of the dynamics of this, but I want to. Will you help me? Um, I've recently done that with a friend of mine that's uh, a part of our faith community and sat him down and I said, hey, look, uh, we are a different color. Will you help me understand uh, some of the things that we're talking about in our world today and how, how can I hear you and listen to you and be there for you and uh, learn from you and what, what can I learn today from the situation and what would you want to say to me uh, you know a pretty normal average white guy in midwestern Iowa what what would you like to what, what would you like to see people like me do you know and just just to listen and to hear what what the conversation is like in addition to that you know step number three well, what Christians can do. So have a biblical worldview, understand the problem. Number two, educate yourself and your family. Be a studier, be a learner, be a listener. But then number three, actually try to engage people that are not like you and continue to reach out with love and charity. Uh, just the other day I was at Walmart and uh, there, was a, there was a young black man who was helping do my pickup order with my groceries and uh, he kind of messed up the order a little bit and kind of came back with a different order that wasn't mine and then came back and didn't know mine was there and it was just kind of a mix up and it wasn't a big deal uh, but at the end of it you know he came over and apologized and he was really sorry and I said hey it's not a problem at all but I said hey but bigger than that I said how are you doing with with everything that's going on in the world today 
and he was kind of taken back I think by me asking him the question but he said wow he said there's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now he said I'm just trying to get through just trying to push through um, I said well hey I, I I on behalf of white people that have discriminated and hated against people of color I said I'm sorry uh, I don't know your situation and I don't pretend to have all the answers but I'm sorry um, for the way that, that you have been treated and people have been treated over the years and the centuries and had a very short conversation with him but at the end of it he said he was very grateful and really appreciated me even taking a time to to talk to him and ask him how he was doing it so that's a very simple example of you know me being very aware that he may have had some experiences that were not good and I don't know his story but the very least I can do is simply ask how he's doing and be prepared uh, I was prepared to, to offer to pray for him if he wanted prayer and to uh, bless him in that way and I pray for him um, as I drove home and will continue to pray for him um, and continue to pray for people all over the country and the world that are facing uh, this issue of, of, of racism and being looked at in a different way that is truly unequal and unjust. Um, and so those are three ways. Uh, again, that, that's definitely not all the ways. There's probably 25 other ways that we could do something, and I hope to explore that myself personally. I don't pretend to know all the perfect answers to this. And I'm going to continue to try and be a learner and to try to not only learn and listen, but to be active and proactive in some ways. But it starts in, it starts with your own life. That's, the, that's probably the biggest thing I want to get across is it starts in your own heart. It starts in your own home. Um, you're not going to change the world if, if you can't even change your home. Um, and so that that's something I'm working on. And so I've already had conversations with my son, who's nine, about these kind of things. We've talked about George Floyd's situation. We've talked about police brutality. We've talked about racism. Uh, and it's a lot for a nine-year-old. And so there's some filters there that you have to put in place uh, to not overwhelm, you know, someone who's that age. But But begin talking about it and begin bringing up the subject. And so they have time to start to learn and to understand that these issues are very real and these issues are very biblically related because God cares for every single person on this planet and we are all one race we are all from the first parents of Adam and Eve and so we we may not all be Christians we, we are not the Bible does not say every single human is a child of God but the Bible does say that every single human being is made in the image of God. And so, because every person is made in the image of God, the Father, I therefore have a responsibility and the honor and the privilege to treat every single human that I encounter with equal dignity, equal value, equal love and charity and compassion, uh, regardless of, of, of any circumstances. And so, as Christians, I pray that these three things will help us think through this issue of racism biblically as we seek to demonstrate and declare the gospel in our world today. You can find a wealth of resources including free downloads, videos, book recommendations, sermons, training opportunities, and more at my website www.displaythegospel.com.